and kind of focus on my patriarchal blessing. Mm-hmm. I feel like recently, dude, that has been helping me so much. So much. Like... Good Boys. to be back. Good to be back. It's good to be back. <sighs> episode two, week two. Bro, episode one was a fire freaking episode, man. Probably one of the best one. Appreciate everyone watching it for us and sharing it. All that good stuff. Colson, you're a good man. But episode two, we got someone else. We got someone else. Absolutely. We got we got my boy Ryan. Uh I love Ryan. Known him for a long time, actually. But uh he he has a unique mission, right? Because he went out kind of like COVID times. Um, so he served for like five months in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Go Bucks. Went to his no, go Lions. Oh yeah, my fault. Um, Detroit boys. Uh, but then served his mission out in uh, and went to his original assignment in Concepcion, Chile. Um, so say that again. Chile. No, say it again. <laughs> Concepcion, Chile. Oh, what a G! He's got the Spanish <laughs> yeah, we, we, on. We working on it. We working on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but oh, uh, but no. So then he served the the rest of his mission out there. Um, and you know, so he's uh, at BYU studying accounting. So that's that's exciting. He's a smart kid, smarter than I am. Couldn't do accounting. I took an accounting class. Didn't like it. Sorry, bro, but this episode ain't about you, man. Bring him in. Bring him in, hey, man. <laughs> bring him in, boys. Bring him in. What's up, my dog? What's up, boys? That's looking fresh, man. Yeah, I do have to say, bro. go Niners. Go Niners. Mm. <laughs> Brock Purdy and nah, Christian nah, nah, McCaffrey. Nah, when this nah, drops nah, on nah, Monday, nah. we'll have... We'll, yeah, we'll, yes. no, we will see the results, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. He's right. We'll see the, the Ravens do look good, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The Ravens are the Ravens are looking nice right now. They're looking nice. Had a great season. But... Bro, why are you all dressed up? Why, what, why, why the white shirt and tie? What's that about? Just got off work. From the office. <laughs> Where are you working? Cut. At the temple. Yeah, they they put they had to be uh come through the back door for the janitor's closet, you know. So just, just Yeah, it's came back from the temple. But like I said, it ain't about me, man. It's about what Ryan, bro. Amen. About Ryan. Amen, Ryan. How's your day been today, Ryan? It's been good. It's been good. I uh work today, I work at the MTC. And then I went and got my hair cut. My sister cuts hair. Shout Yo. out to Emily. Mm. Hey. She does a good job. She does a good job. She well, cut your hair. It. She did. Nice. 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 There you she go. She does a good job. That's like a fresh. Then, uh, then I went shopping and now I'm here. Like grocery shopping? Like shoe, yeah, clothes shopping? shopping. No, like I normally get the gym. Not as fun. But today's my rest day, so. Okay. God, I gotta rest. Friday, Friday yeah, rest day. Rest. Friday rest day. I like it. Go. I like it. How do you guys know each other? We're cousins. Cousins, huh? Yes. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Hence it. why I've known him for a long time. I've known him my whole together. life, you know? There you go. Oh, I guess his whole life. You're I'm older. older. Than me, I'm older, right? so I guess his whole life. You're older than me. Yeah. Huh? Okay. When was your, when's your birthday? December 12, 2001. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to beat that out. <laughs> we don't want anyone stealing his identity. All right. Oh, I just said that. Hey, what's your social though? <laughs> yeah, let me, let me tell you real quick. Uh, you actually, it's kind of weird. You type it into the phone and it's nine one one and the green button. <laughs> they always pick up. Yeah, they always pick up. Bro. They're saying like, "What's your emergency?" But they're asking for your social security number. That's yeah, really I think uh, kind of go with the the cousins thing. There's always like cousin robberies. So out of you two, who was the most athletic? Me, of course. I can see that. It's a good question. <laughs> he, he, we did two very different sports. Yeah. What sport did right. you do? I did swimming and water polo. 
Dude, that's so, a different level, yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's like yeah. different level Aquaman yeah. action. Yeah, honestly, I'll give so it to him, bro. So we got one point to Ryan. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, number two, real, real. Uh, who's better looking? Ryan. Uh, two two zero. Are we go- really mm-hmm. okay? All right. Yeah, Is that Ryan easy? can have that. Yep, yep, yep. And then Ryan told me he had three hundred baptisms, and you had <laughs> one zero. zero. Oh yeah, zero. Yeah, zero. So three zero. That's a skunk, bro. You're done. Yeah, bro. You're done. Three strikes and you're out. Hey, turn on the timer while you're out there. <laughs> I did that? Yes, we got to set our timer to know how long we've been going. Now, let's hop into it, bro. Tampa, Chile. Bro, how was it, dude? How was Tampa? It was good. Tampa, Tampa was a blast, man. I yeah? Love Tampa. Yeah. Uh, Were you there in the summer? No. So, actually, oh, okay. interestingly enough, for the past, like, three years, I've had, like, four or five winters. Like, because, so... I served in the add, winter the in Tampa, up. Yeah. right? And then coming into the summer, I went down to Chile, and which is their winter. Mm. So I only had, and mm. then one summer, and then a winter again. I don't know. So it, just, it, it adds winter, up, and, and then, then I came, came home. And then I came home. And now it's winter. And then it's winter again. Another winter. That's so, rough. yeah, that's been, that's been hard. But Tampa, man, Tampa has my heart. I love yeah. Tampa. What made it so good? Was it like the mission stuff, or was it just like being in Florida? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think the mission culture was that of like love and support and like we just like I was new to the mission, my companion was fun. Like that I feel like that's what makes a great trainer is like if they're fun, you're doing the work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they're fun, if they're making it enjoyable. If they're mm-hmm. making it enjoyable, it's a good time. And I feel like Everyone in Tampa, so like I, I served in Spanish areas in mm-hmm. Tampa, and I feel like even if they didn't want to hear your message or like they they weren't interested, they would still show you respect. They'd still like I had one experience where we were walking down the street and we we're like, hey, like, do you guys want to hear a message of Jesus Christ? And they were like, well, obviously everything was in Spanish, but they were like, no, we don't want anything to do with it. But hey, we have tacos. Do you want one? For free? I'll take a taco. Yeah, Tuesday. I'm being so genuine. That happened multiple times. Like the love of the people and the love of like the companion wow. and my mission present. Should have went to Tampa. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> like stuck in the. There were probably I I arrived with like thirty reassignments, reassigned elders mm-hmm. and, and sisters and. I thought you were gonna say thirty tacos there for a second. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say where they at, bro? <laughs> like, hey, give us hey, table. Let's boys. go. <laughs> we got some tacos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down, man. But my yeah, my mission president, like by day one, he already knew my name. Mm. He already knew all the the reassigned missionaries' names. Like he went out of his way to to show love and support for mm-hmm. us. And I think that's that's what made the difference. Yeah, that's me. a big thing. I think knowing missionaries' names, especially from day one. Like mm-hmm. I know we wear the name tag and stuff, but when you jump off that plane and they're calling you by name, you're like, okay, this person knows who I am, yeah. and like. That's what the law does, man. He yeah. knows us by name. That's, that's what the mission president sure. does. Exactly. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Okay, so time and tempo. Great. Loved it. A couple mm-hmm. tacos. Interesting, because then you were heading down there were to South few, America. There are were the tacos are the tacos better in South America or Tampa? Actually, so in Chile they don't they don't have tacos. Yeah, isn't tacos is, a Mexican thing? Uh, yeah, it is kind of a Mexican central. Yo, so cancel this yeah. dude, man. <laughs> bro, cancel I still, this I dude. Like Hispanic culture. Hey, that's bro. minus <laughs> one. That's a minus one point, man. <laughs> this dude's four zero, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say I did have a heart like there were some tough moments in Tampa. We had bed bugs twice, actually. Ooh. Common in Florida, I didn't know before <laughs> going. But 
We did have bed bugs twice. We were quarantined. Not for COVID, interestingly, hmm. but for bed bugs. That's interesting. That's nasty. Yeah, I, I had bed bugs on my mission, too. Really? Yeah. What's your problem? Rough. Uh, Toledo. Oh! How long yeah. were you inside in quarantine? Well, it actually hit like the same week that my companion got COVID. No way. So it was kind of like. It was kind of cool because it gave us something to do while we were like already having to be yeah. quarantined, but then it also was miserable because we were sleeping on the floor, Ooh, <laughs> like really? because we didn't have our beds. Our beds were just covered in bed bugs. So no way. Yeah. So yeah, we were quarantined for like a week and a half, I think, yeah. altogether. We so we had it twice. So the first time, I mean, on the mission, you receive all these rules and instructions of like what to do. We tried to follow them the best we could. Yeah. But. The first time we we misread the instructions or something, so they like. <laughs> you know, read the instructions. <laughs> they, they, they read them. Yeah. No, so they like taped up one of our closets, and they're like, "Don't open it." We heard the second day. Don't open it till the second day. It was actually supposed to be a third day. Mm. And so we opened it up, thinking everything was yeah. fine, and then yeah, they came so, back. And then they came back. So, dang, yeah, that is kind of rough. rough. That is rough. Yeah. Well, other than bed bugs, um, tra- I mean, that's a tough transition, right? You're going from United States of America, Tampa Bay, Florida to Chile. Was that just like a slap in the face? Like, how was that? Dude, complete slap in the face. <laughs> complete slap in the face. I mean, you go from like first, you're still talking to like mexicans and like everyone lives in tampa like mexicans cubans puerto ricans everyone yeah and so it's still that kind of like that vibe but you still have first world things Mm. like you have i don't know like everything is nice on the streets you have a car you have Mm -hmm. everything right you have um you're still talking in english with a lot of people you go down to a third world country and you've already adjusted to that way of missionary Mm. life you go down to a completely different way of missionary life and it's a slap in the face. Like a At culture a, shock, huh? Yeah. Oh. Just a straight culture shock. Just a straight culture shock, yeah. Man, that's crazy. So what kind of like... Um, well, give us examples of what was tough. Like, what, what cons- no what's considered tacos. a third... <laughs> a third... What's uh, um, the word I'm looking for? Third world country. Third world country, yeah. Well, for starters, I had to walk everywhere. Mm. There was gravel on the street. Or not gravel. Like, like dirt on the street. Mm-hmm. Um... The living conditions. I got my first apartment, and it should be better than this. I don't know why we had that apartment, but it was horrible. <laughs> no one should be living there. The like, I don't even know how to describe it. The shower wouldn't even like have hot water. It would have hot water for like three minutes and then turn off and be like cold. And so during the when it started getting colder, we'd have a space heater in our room and we'd go and like. We could see our breath already because we couldn't have the space heater on during the nighttime mm-hmm. for safety reasons. So you wake up and you can see your breath and you're just shivering, <laughs> right? So you turn on the space heater. You wait until your room gets a little bit warm. The whole rest of the house is freezing cold. Hmm. You get out. You go into the shower, of which you're freezing, right? And the shower has three minutes of hot water <laughs> and then it goes cold and then you're shivering. So living conditions straight off the bat completely different um and then i would say for my mission specifically i feel like the mission culture was just completely different Mm -hmm. um in in florida i feel like 
all the missionaries talked to each other. We had a good time. Like I was best friends with the zone leaders, best friends with the district leaders. The APs would come and talk to me. They knew me by name. Like they would, it was just love, high expectations as well, but a lot of love. And I feel like my, I came into a mission and I don't know if I necessarily blame my mission president because he was receiving elders from all over, reassignments from all over. So mm-hmm. he kind of had to keep, you know, the rules a little bit more strict, but just, I felt like there was no love from the district leaders or the zone leaders or the APs. They didn't know me. The, all they cared about was kind of the numbers. Yeah. And so we 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 wouldn't get yelled at, but we would kind of get yelled at. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. when numbers were low or? Uh-huh. Yep. There was various times when that happened. Yeah. Did you ever get yelled at on the mission? Or like we wouldn't strictly get concerned? Talk yelled to at, maybe? but like strictly like, hey, like what's going on, elders? Like why aren't, yeah. why aren't you working? I'm yeah, like, one time. Really? One time, yeah. One of the APs was, he was a pain and he he assumed we were doing something that we weren't actually doing and so he made an assumption never do that man and never do he that. like he was like he like video called me like on messenger and what? we were knocking doors at the time oh and uh and i was like why is the ap calling me <laughs> so i answer it and he like he like doesn't yell but he's like he's upset yeah like yeah. visibly upset I'm upset. And I was like, dude, like, what's going on? A thousand on? And he's like, well, you guys did this, this, and this, and this. And I was like, no. No, we didn't. Never did. Like, we're literally knocking doors, like, right now. Anyways, it's just, yeah. It happened, like, once. That's and... crazy. Oh, he got molded, so. <laughs> no, sorry. We're going back to Is that a point writing. for me? Can I get a point there? That's an interesting thing. That I think as we've interviewed people from different missions, like, we kind of understood that every mission has a different culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it shouldn't, right? It's the same work, right? It's the same mission. Yeah, it's the same the church. Hamble's yeah. exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Obviously, where you're serving is going to be different. But in general, you think it would be the same, but unfortunately, it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the thing that I've come to understand is, like, um, a lot of people's missionary experiences is depending on the mission culture. Yeah. If the, if the mission culture is diso, yeah. your mission was diso, like, that's just what you knew. And, 100%. you know, if you had high love, high expectation, that's what you knew. You had a great time. And that's just how it is. Because for us, when we had President Sorensen, it was definitely high love, high expectation. Great and time. people chose to be obedient because they loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was choosing to be obedient. But uh, I don't know if I loved <laughs> no, it. we know but the answer uh, to that. <laughs> if you guys are listening better and you'll know, you already know the answer. If you guys are from day, from day one listeners, you know, we go up and down with that to- with that topic. So, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But um, it's so true. It's just like. Mission culture is a super important thing. And I remember when we got our new mission president, and you said you've had three mission presidents. I have, yeah. Um, the transition of mission presidents is super crazy. And I know it always depends on mission culture. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Like, I know when we got ours, some missionaries were, like, super excited and, like, ready, like, for a new mission president, ready to see, like, what, what revelation he was going to bring to the table. And other missionaries, like, low-key try to take advantage of, like, him being new. Oh, yeah. There's there's always those elders, though. <laughs> Caleb definitely did not try and take uh, no, no, no. shoot right here. Yeah, no, no, no. The reason why <laughs> First it's a P no. Day he did. <laughs> the reason why it's a no because now it's allowed in the in the mission. So, hey, you started it, man. Yeah, welcome, boys. <laughs> <laughs> After they sent out a mission wide email. Anyways, uh, anyways, anyways. <laughs> moving on. It's not about us. Not about us. All right, tell us about your mission presence and how that transition was. Like you said, every mission is different, and every mm-hmm. mission president carries like their own agenda and own kind of 
way of doing things. Um, my first mission president, amazing, amazing. My Florida mission Tampa, president. Tampa, yeah. Yeah, the culture was just amazing. I got down to Chile, and um, the second mission president was definitely more high expectations, not a lot of love. Hmm. Was he a native? No. Oh, really? Which is interesting. Where, you know that where he's is from? Interesting. Yeah. From, from America? Yeah, from the from US. States. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then the next mission president was native. Mm. He was from Chile. There you go. I would say it got better with the love, but still not to where the degree where I felt like was good. Mm -hmm. So we would... <laughs> interesting. Like, I got called to be a trainer, like my last transfer. And this is just to show you how high expectations are with kind of not a lot of love. He was like, well, you all got um, called to be mission trainers. You all are great missionaries, but you still lack a lot. So repent. Repent tonight. Wow. Get hey, down my, on your knees and repent. And he... My bad. That, that happened a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. That's so wow. we would kind of get... You all need to Chastised. repent. Chastised. Like, repent. That's the word, repent. yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Like, he would say... Like like how they do in like the old olden repent days. Repent like, ye, yeah, <laughs> repent ye. Like that's how it would be. I'm being so genuine. Well, yeah. And I would just feel like horrible. I'd just be like, what's like I know I'm not perfect. I'm trying my best out yeah. here. But yeah. then you kind of come down and you're just like boom, like you're you're even worse than you think you are. I'm just yeah. like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So follow up question on that, right? With that with that experience. If it was the opposite, you think your mission would have been better? Or do you think it how it was supposed to happen <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you um i think i was called to chile for a reason i think god knew that i needed to be humbled a little bit <laughs> when i got to chile i i kind of realized that so i was actually a little bit upset that i was reassigned to tampa i was like man i just want to go to florida to chile and then leaving tampa i was like man i love tampa like this is amazing yeah. Got to Chile and I was like, man, this is so hard, but I feel like looking back on it, so necessary for me to grow spiritually, for me to grow and be independent and to face hard times and to get over it. Yeah. I think so. So I actually told one of the, my companions, this kind of goes along with your, your question. If I was to stay in Tampa, I feel like I wouldn't have progressed and wouldn't have grown spiritually and emotionally and all those things the way i did mm. in chile so because it was so hard because i faced so much difficulty i feel like i grew because of it mm -hmm. um so i think if there was like no expectations it was yeah. easy for me i what's the point yeah you know it's just a vacation at that point mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting I, I feel like a lot of people feel the same way i mean i didn't serve two missions you know i had two mission presidents and mission was definitely tough it was it was tough. It's not an easy thing by any means, right? It can be fun at times, right? And it should be fun. You should enjoy it, but it's definitely tough. Um, but I've definitely seen like the growth that I made. But I've seen like how it's prepared me, like since being home, like how hard the mission was. Like it's not easy when you come home either, right? Like life nope. in and of itself is not easy, right? Oh, and I think yeah. the mission is just kind of like that eye-opening experience that you need, right? Because until then, you know. Most of us, you know, lived with our parents, you know, we had a pretty good, you know, struggles for sure. I'm not saying, you know, you didn't, you didn't struggle, but, you know, you go on the mission and then you're on your own and you struggle a lot and then you come home and now you're on your own again, right? So mm -hmm. the question is like, how have you seen the mission prepare you for coming home? Like how, like how does that play a role in it? That's a good question. 
Um, I think the mission has taught me to fully trust in God's plan for me, even when I don't want it to. Like, I personally want this to happen, mm. but it doesn't happen because it's God's will. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, a few weeks ago, I was praying and down on my knees, and I was like, God, like, I don't want this to happen. Like, I thought this was my plan for my life. Um, but I'm here to accept your will. So I think going through those hard times on the mission allows, uh, allowed me to kind of grow up a little bit and mm-hmm. think like, I'm not in it for me. Like I'm trying to do the Lord's will here and whatever he sees fit is what I'm going to do. And I mean, he knows what's best for me more than I do. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's a, I think that's a very great truth that it's definitely the law's plan is definitely his timing and anything we have to do um and then about what you said about how like if you stayed in tampa you wouldn't have learned the lessons that you would have learned mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of like the famous saying you know there's there's like no, there's no growth in the comfort zone mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. action um and it just depends on what you needed and i i do have a testament that the lord puts us in situations sh- situations and in places for right time and right moments right because mm-hmm. i can think back in on my mission and kind of just think of um, people I've met, um, experiences that I had that I'm like, I needed those as I continue on with my life, right? Yeah. Um, and then I love what also was saying about, about coming home. Coming home is tough, man. Coming home is tough. You've been home for how long now? Five months, I think. Been home for five months. Yeah. How's these five months been for you? They've been tough. I would honestly say considerably maybe harder than the mission itself. <laughs> Wow. I think <laughs> that's crazy. I think since coming home, I probably cried more than I was on the mission. Oh no way! Yeah, sorry man. Just Dang. like the mission is very tough, but I feel like coming home for me has been even harder. Just because I feel like, like I've, like I'm trying to figure out kind of who I am mm. a little bit, trying to figure out, um, dating, trying to figure out. I don't know, just. You get on the mission, yeah, school, life, and I feel like you're on the mission. So I'll kind of explain why it's been so hard as well. So you're on the mission. You're doing this one thing for two years. It's pretty easy. You don't have to think about a lot. And then you come home. For me, it kind of slapped me in the face because I had a week at home before I went up to school. So I didn't have, and that week was full of doctor's appointments, Mm -hmm. dentist appointments, everything. Try to get me ready for school. Um, And I'm from Arizona, by the way. So I had to move back up to Provo. Um, and I had a week with my family, week at home after being gone for two years. So I didn't really get to readjust, come home, school right away. And then I got a job right away. So my schedule was busy. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have time to really process the mission and kind of process what just happened in my life for two years Yeah. when I was doing the same thing and come home and just one thing right to the next. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. So I feel like that's been definitely hard as well. Um, just like coming back and immediately being into everything. Yeah, it's super interesting that you said that because I know some people have done the opposite where they come home and they just chill. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same thing. Like they don't really do anything, and, it's, mm-hmm. and then that's when it's tough for them. And then they get busy, and that's when it gets then, better. Yeah. That's it's interesting. That's the opposite for you. That you jumped in, and then that's when it started to be like a struggle for you. Yeah. So I think there's a fine line. Like for me, if you would have given me maybe a month and a half, two months 
and then got me into school perfect but it was a week and yeah it was a tough there's week. a lot like, to do in that week you get home and when you come home dude you're like you're in a different world man like you are not exactly and this so, guy this guy was next level okay i was there at his homecoming this guy was next level dude, in a different world in my home like i came back with an accent like i'm not even joking people would tell me that and i could tell it myself like i hadn't spoken english in like 18 months my mission president even between other white missionaries we still had to speak spanish and so I, yeah, I came back with an. I was in a completely different world, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not having time to to adjust, really. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely that fine line there. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had, I had a little less than a month um, before I before I moved up to Provo um, and started working, but I still was able to ease into it because I started working for a month before school. Yeah. You know, it wasn't quite a month. It was like three weeks or something like that before school, right? So like, I got home. I got a month to you know i worked in the temple for that month and i just kind of like adjusted a little bit mm-hmm. and then i came up to provo and adjusted here and like i got a job and like we're eased my way into that and then i eased my way into school and so it was just kind of like layered its way yeah. like up and that was like was still hard don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but that definitely i definitely noticed that that helped yeah that made it a lot easier to adjust back and take things on little by little rather than all at once yep so for sure i get that for sure man but I mean, I also think it's good, right? Because cause I think back to like that one month and even though I was working in the temple twice a week and like I was engaged in good things, it was still kind of like, what what now? <laughs> you know, it was like, I, you know, like every day for two years, I was yeah. busy for 16 mm-hmm. hours a day, you know, 6.30 to 10.30, right? Like yeah. busy, busy, busy. And then you come home and it's like, good job, sir. Which I feel like most missionaries when they're out there like oh man i'm coming home and i'm gonna sleep for like yeah yeah two months yeah. and i'm like i was the same way i was like heck yeah dude like bring it out with my bed yeah <laughs> but you get home and you're just like you're so like i want to say like programmed to like go do 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 yeah. do like yeah, do something. you came home for my homecoming mm-hmm. and we went we went out for pizza yeah. and i i ate my pizza in like what 20 minutes and yeah. i was up like walking around i was just like we need to like I, I need to go do something else like yeah. and i and i'd only been home for a little little over a month mm-hmm. at that point you know and so i was feeling the same way i was still like i was like bro i get it like i'm still the same way like i'm still like I, let's go knock doors right now yeah, let's go dude. bro I'll, I'll talk these, <laughs> these arizonan people bro Heck let's yeah. go right i was ready dude but but yeah no like i i was there and it's 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 an adjustment man it's like yeah. you have to re it, I don't, yeah like you said program that's probably not the best word but you have to reprogram yourself yep you have to readjust from this go 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 to okay what's top priority mm-hmm. right because like on the mission it was like everything was top priority everything mattered there yep. wasn't a top priority it was all of it yep right it was all your friends it was all it was, it was everything you're doing but life there is a top priority and you got to find that top priority. You got to mm-hmm. prioritize those things, right? And then right. you have to say, okay, well, hey, this <laughs> isn't top priority. You know, this is going to get done tomorrow or next week or, you know, whenever I do have yep. time for it. You know, yep. it's just kind of, you have to relearn that. And it's just a weird thing to relearn. <laughs> it a weird thing. It's a tough one. I think, uh, I just think, you know, the title return missionary, it comes with, uh, with that status of, oh, this guy's gonna have a good life. And he's right. doing good, he's chilling, he's coming home, he's gonna get married, all that good stuff. Exhibit A. <laughs> good life right here, coming home, getting married. Wait, are, my you, dreams. are you married or not? No. 
He's available, Sorry, ladies. Guys. <laughs> yes. He's a good you know where to find my information down in the, the, bottom, <laughs> in the description below. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that's just how it is. That's just the culture of the church is is um unfortunately it's you know when maternal missions come back we put them on the super slick pedestal mm -hmm. that they're gonna be perfect and all that good stuff and it's just not the truth man it's just yeah. not how it goes like people struggle with whatever they struggle with every single day so um you did talk a little bit about struggle of dating mm -hmm. and we talked about dating just two seconds ago what's the struggle been with that just finding people how's that been uh, yeah yeah honestly it's all of it man. i feel like for me personally like i I only want to date girls that are like, not not looks wise, even looks wise, but like, they're quality girls, like, good testimonies, um, good standards, things yeah. like that. And I feel like I walk around campus and I just don't see that. Really? Yeah. So true. Like Dang. I so see, true. like, it's kind of like the basic Provo girl, like, fake tan. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting canceled this episode, blonde boys. Hair. Blonde hair. We're getting canceled. They got a crop top on. <laughs> yeah. At BYU. In the middle of winter. And yeah. And you're not allowed of beard, but they can do crop tops. That's what I'm saying, bro. I know. How'd that make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's just it's genuinely been hard to, I guess, find yeah. find a girl that's quality girls, quality girls, and attractive, obviously. Yeah. Goes both but, ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's been tough, but. So have you found anyone? Like, been on any good dates recently, anyone, or what? Like, what's been going on? Let's. <laughs> you said it was a struggle, bro. Like, wanna, that's it, or what? Here's the thing, man. I don't want to get too much into my dating life. <laughs> I thought you said you're open book. I am open book. We started. Anything you don't want to talk about? No, I'm open book. But dating good? Yeah, yeah dating's yeah, good. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> we don't, you don't have to have any names. We don't want any names. Okay. Right? We're, not trying, we're not trying to expose people. Well, here's yeah. the thing. I know this podcast is going to go famous. Of course it is. Of course it is. And we somehow... Already we already are? They're going to know. Are. No, but I will say, I did have a girlfriend before the mission. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Um, met her very early on in life. Um, in eighth grade. They were, like, so. they were kissing in kindergarten. Wait. <laughs> Hold up. Things just... <laughs> I'm just gonna say. What's going things? on in nursery, boys? <laughs> <laughs> you want one of my goldfish? Hey man, that's why, <laughs> hey man, that's why I went to church so young, man. <laughs> Start them young. That's hilarious. Okay, no, but you met her in high school. Yeah, so so I did have a girlfriend. Um, things didn't work out, which I wanted them to work out. Um, and that's kind of been the struggle as well. But um, dating recently also found a girl, didn't work out. So it's just kind of. I'm in that I'm in that place where I'm still finding and mm -hmm. kind of I don't know. It's it's been tough, but bro, it's a are. tough one. We just we went to the temple today and I was talking to him yeah. after we uh after we got our session. There was a lot of like um like young young married couples, couples mm -hmm. yeah. And they're holding That's hands. That's always a slap in the face. 25, 35 year like range. Exactly, like, bro. Like, oh, man. Like, must be session. nice. So happy. So happy for you guys. I was like, what are we sitting here doing, bro, with no dates? No kidding, it's just I'm like a tear goes down your face. Like, I'm so happy like, for you. But like, like, man. like yeah. what's the secret, bro? But like, what do you do? <laughs> I will say, though, as I've been dating, like, I've tried to take it more spiritually um, and kind of focus on my patriarchal blessing. Mm. I feel like recently, dude, that has been helping me so much. So much. Like, just reading it and talks about, like, the qualities in my wife and, like, you know, 
just things guidance, like that. Things, yeah, yeah, yeah guidance and things like that. Just I feel like when things don't happen with a certain girl or anything, I, I read my patriarchal blessing and it just makes sense and I feel peace. Like mm-hmm. I know there is a girl out there for me and I know she'll be perfect for me and, and everything like that. So yeah. just having faith that God has a plan for me and like I, I have a huge testimony in patriarchal blessings. Like there are things in my patriarchal blessing that have like come to pass and I'm like, holy cow, like that there's no way that the patriarch knew that. He's actually my grandpa. Shout out to him. He's our grandpa. He is our grandpa. Hey, that's sick. No way. And I got my patriarchal blessing in the Philippines too. So that's kind of Oh cool. yeah, back when they were serving in the Philippines. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I my testimony in patriarchal blessings ha- has just been increased so much. And so I think uh, dating and reading your patriarchal blessing they go hand in hand so i like it i like it yeah in general as you've been home for these past five months do you think your testimony has grown do you think it's been stagnant do you think it's on the incline on the decline what are you feeling i think it's grown um when i reported to my high council i like, that was one of the weeks where I just got down on my knees and I was like, God, this is how I want my life to be. But if you don't want it to be that way, I'll accept your will. Mm-hmm. And everything changed. So I think that, as well as keeping up with my scripture study, like, I love studying the scriptures. I still read them in Spanish. There you go. Um, and I just listening to general conference talks and things like that, I feel like actually putting the things that I taught in my mission into my own life has like, like putting into practice has built my faith. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that because that transition is so hard. Unfortunately, the things we taught for 18 months to two years are the first things to go. Yep. I saw it in my life. I've seen it in so many other people's lives. Like those things that we have such a strong testimony that we dedicated our lives to talking about. Mm Mm-hmm tend to just be the first ones to get tossed out and forgotten about and i don't i don't know how that's possible right and you you realize that you know a couple months down the road and you're like okay let me get back on that but yep right away those are the first things to go and i don't i've never been able to make that connection as to why that's the case yeah for so many people i agree 100 percent. it's a curious case of benjamin button just because like you do it every day like you study every single day every day and then on the mission you're like, bro, I'm gonna go home, study every flipping morning. <laughs> it's game it, over. Temple, for the first temple twice a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, for the first week or two when you're home, you're, you're going strong, yeah, you're and, then, and then life hits, man. And you're like, like, oh, forget that. And then you're like, shocks. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you make those goals like the my plan thing. And yeah, you're just like, I'm gonna yeah. follow this, man. <laughs> yeah. But following on with that, I think that's just a natural thing right naturally yeah the habits are gonna fall life's gonna come school work dating whatever it is i think the key there is obviously understanding that you know maybe i should jump back on it Mm -hmm. maybe i should continue to do it right Mm -hmm. at least we've had the thought of okay i haven't studied for a few weeks but i do want to get back in i think that's a good start as well yeah and then for me when i first came back um going to church every single sunday was like a big deal for me just like um it was hard it was hard to find spiritual experiences throughout the week be just because it's your week right <laughs> you're just going to you're doing what you're doing you're at work whatever it is so sundays are super important especially mm-hmm. when you're there sacraments come and you're like this is it. this is what i've been waiting for this is my mm-hmm. spiritual refill right there yeah. so those are those two things that i've seen um 
since I've been back is going to church, man. It's a big deal. Yeah. One of the reasons as well why I wanted to work at the MTC was kind of for that reason, just to help me stay strong. And, mm-hmm. um, like, I I love feeling the spirit when I work and testifying and, mm-hmm. and teaching. So I think that's, yeah. Just like I, I, I knew that life would come, so I was just like, well... I'm going to get a job at the MTC so I can just stay stay on the path. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that that was like your desire, right? And the obviously it was a righteous desire. So the Lord, you know, let that happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's super cool. And I'm sure that you've been able to see like it make an influence in your life. I know I have, oh, yeah. right? I work at the MTC. We do the same thing. And, you know, it's definitely made all the impact, right? We work the morning shift, and so it starts our day mm-hmm. for hours talking about missionary work, talking about the gospel, talking about Jesus Christ, and yep. how we can take all those things, apply them to our life, and how we can improve because of it, right? Like, and it's just so, it's like the greatest start to your day. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't ask for a better start to your day than talking about Jesus Christ. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, name one. <laughs> I'll wait. Name, one. Name a better start to your day than <laughs> talking about Jesus Christ or involving Jesus Christ in your life. Can't think of anything. A taco would slap, but that ain't gonna. That's, <laughs> not, gonna, that's not gonna. That's not gonna be better than Jesus oh, Christ. Though. Slap. Be <laughs> I got a question for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Right, if you could, you sitting right here, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you went back back in time five months, and you saw what's your last name? Mir. Mir. You saw Elder Mirror walking out of the airplane, Ooh, and you pulled right and you, <laughs> and you pull him to the side, and he's like, and you're like, hey, I'm you six months in time, six months ahead. What would you say to him? Jeez, so much. <laughs> um, so buy some stocks and guess ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> I would say, like, it's gonna be tough, but trust in the Lord. And get it through your head that the Lord's in charge of your life and not you. Because I came home and I was like, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm going to be with this girl. I'm going to, you know, this is going to be my life. And it hasn't worked out like that. Yeah. So. You know, the reoccurring theme I keep, I keep hearing from like what you're saying is a good one. Humility. over and over and over again everything you've said right okay not my will but your will right like this is my plan but then it's not my plan and i'm accept that right and you know and like everything that you've talked about tonight has been about humility and i think that is one of the most central christ-like attributes that we can have in our lives one i can definitely be a lot better at Mm -hmm. but i love that everything like literally like you can connect everything that you said tonight back to humility um and that's something I've always seen, right? Being your cousin, I've always seen you be a humble guy. More, more humble at times. Than I <laughs> but, right, like, humility was clearly something that you learned on your mission and clearly is still playing a big role in your life. And I think that is a big reason as to why these, these trials are coming, right? Is you're someone that can handle them, right? Like, the, like coming home is not easy, but the Lord knows you can handle it. The Lord knows that this is going to change you into a better person, right? And... And that humility is a big, big part of that. And it's going to come into play later on in life. Who knows what's in store, right? But the humility you have now is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. And, you know, I'm sure it's going to play a big role in your life and in the future. It's kind of cool that you caught that because um, it's true. Like, humility is a big thing. It's the key to inspiration. 
um, it's definitely something I'm not the best at. I'm pretty prideful. <coughs> Amen. Definitely not. Mm. I'm a pretty, pretty prideful guy. Um, <laughs> but we try every single day. Um, Amen a lot too. But right, yeah, from, from what you said today, and just like the understanding of it's the Lord's it's the Lord's timing, it's the Lord's plan, right? And trusting the Lord. And that's what Colson said last week as well. Yeah. In his testimony about um, how we just got to trust in the Lord. Um, sometimes we feel like we know everything what we're trying to do with our lives like we're trying to do this school date this girl go to do this job mm -hmm. uh, it just doesn't work out like that and we just have to align ourselves to what the lord wants us to do and that's going to take time it's going to take prayer it's going to take faith it's going to take going to the temple um but it's a short promise that if you do align your life to what the lord wants it to be to guarantee dub every single time a guaranteed beautiful life, mm -hmm. beautiful life ahead mm-hmm that's so true. And beautiful wife. <clears throat> Man, that's Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, as long as the Lord's plan, right? I mean, <laughs> Lord is going to hook me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, he's coming in clutch now. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, we've been going for a little while here, and, and it's been it's been awesome. The spirit's been strong, and, and I've definitely appreciated some of the things that you've shared. It's helped me. I'm sure hopefully it's helped Caleb a little bit and, and some of you guys out there as well. Um, you know, but every week we, we try and do something a little bit different. Um, and so what kind of Caleb kind of asked you to do, right, is go back six months. Um, right. But you said that you still love reading your scriptures in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'd love if you could tell us one of your favorite scriptures. You can read it in Spanish if you want. Tell us one of your favorite scriptures and why that's so personal to you. Like why, why that's had an impact in your life. Yeah, for sure. Putting you on the spot there, yes, you know. Sir. But he's got one lock. He's, yeah, he's, he's got one right there, right there, right there. He knows what it is. Um, you know, so. Give me a second. Just let him cook for a little bit. Let him cook. While he does that, you guys know where you guys can find us. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us, find us on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify. My brother said we're on Spotify. We are on Spotify. We pay for it. And Apple Podcasts as well. And you know where to follow us. I think Ryan's ready. All right, the scriptures in Helaman 3. I'm going to say it in English just so everyone can understand for the Respect viewers it. back home. Um, <laughs> but if you, you're welcome to uh, read it in Spanish if you want. It's Helaman 3.35. And it says, Nevertheless, they did fast and pray oft, and did wax stronger and stronger in their humility, and firmer and firmer in the faith of Christ, unto the filling their souls with joy and consolation, yea, even to the purifying and the sanctification of their hearts, which sanctification cometh because of their yielding their hearts unto God. And I actually read it in Spanish, and in Spanish it uses a different verb. Let me see if I can pull it up in Spanish real quick. Um, Again, humility. Language. Plays a big role in that in that scripture there. That's the theme of the, ep theme of the episode there. Yeah, yeah so in... In Spanish, it uses the word entregar, which is like to give up. So instead of like, mm. I, I honestly don't know what yielding means, like yielding your heart to God, but it makes more sense in Spanish to me that that sanctification of their hearts and that their purifying of their hearts came because they gave their hearts to God. And so when I read that scripture mm. and, you know, going through the tough times that it has been coming home from the mission, just praying and letting the Lord know, like, hey, I'm I'm going to do your will, and I'm going to try to give my heart up to you. I feel like I have seen that scripture come to life, like, 
the Lord has definitely purified my heart and sanctified my heart. Um, so, yeah. I love it. I think that's super cool. Um, all right. I think there's so much we can pull from that scripture. And I always love, um, I didn't speak another language, English only. Um, right. But I always love going to like the footnotes, right? It's kind of like a different, different verb in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Footnotes are very similar. Uh, where you can go and connect that one word to or phrase to a different set of scriptures. And I feel like there's so much to learn from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely something that I try and do. Um, earlier today when we were in the temple, that was something I did. I, I went and flipped to a verse and, and I noticed a couple words and I was like, hey, I want to go look at these footnotes. And, you know, I, was, I learned something new, right? And it was cool that, that that's able to happen, you know, because the scriptures are from God, right? They're so divinely inspired for our day right the book of mormon especially the bible is important dnc is important um right but but i love the scriptures and and i love reading them and, and diving into them and learning everything i can from them you know i love how how they draw us closer to jesus christ mm-hmm. that's the purpose of the scriptures right teach us about jesus christ and draw us closer to jesus christ and and that's just you know my my simple testimony of, of how powerful the scriptures are yeah i agree i think um right what you said about the different verb they use in Spanish, and it means to to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the temple today, they were teaching us about the Lord consecration and about giving your time and talents to the Lord and things like that. And um, it's just so true. Like we give up just a tiny bit to the Lord, a little bit of our time, a little bit of our ten percent of our paycheck, or you know, just our talents to um, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who don't have it. Um, and we just do this little thing and he'll bless us so much where we, we can't even like explain what even happened. Right. Um, and I feel like we're all kind of in the same bubble where, where we haven't seen it yet to a full extent. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people haven't because obviously all the blessings are going to come, you know, after this life. But, um, if we just stay strong to what we know to be true, which is the gospel, study strive to study every day go to church particularly sacrament worldly go to the temple and all these good things like we know the answer to the test we just got to do them yeah we just got to do them so i appreciate the scripture that you that you shared also testimony as well um before we end ryan any last shout outs any other things you wanted to share before we ended no i just want to say thank you for having me on yes. thank you guys for your for your testimonies for your good words thank you for saying like i'm humble i feel like i'm not (laughs) um but that was that was really genuine and i've definitely felt the spirit here um so yeah i just want to say thank you guys hey man you're welcome back we appreciate it it. that's gonna wrap up uh episode two episode two man season two back to back bangers bangers bro bangers bangers. humility is the theme yes sir catch us next week yo see you guys